1: Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: Right. Welcome back to the Rams Talk podcast. Today, you're joined here with Matt from the Steven F- Stevenage FC podcast. How are you, Matt?
3: Yeah, Adam. Uh, really good, mate. Uh, it's great to come on here. Uh, I've, got, I've got to be honest, I never thought I'd ever uh, see my Stevenage be playing Derby in a, in a League One game. So, um, yeah, no, I'm yeah, really happy to be here, mate. I'm looking forward to the chat.
2: Yeah, so... If
3: you haven't gathered
2: from that, we are previewing the Stevenage versus Derby County game coming on Saturday. I'd best add in that we are recording on the Monday ahead of the midweek fix. Obviously, Stevenage have Bristol Rovers away, Derby. We have Exeter at home. I think both sides will be going into it with varying confidences based off how how Derby are going into the games recently. But we'll get straight into it. Stevenage, I think, I think it wouldn't be disrespectful to say at the start of the season most people would have predicted both sides to be in opposite positions to what they are Mm. but we're going into it Stevenage sixth in league one had a superb start under Steve Evans and and Matt talk us through that talk Mm. us through that start under Steven Evans how has it been
3: yeah wow um let me tell you it's been a long journey as well crikey again to be to be sitting here and talking about us and you know 14 games into league one is just surreal we have to keep pinching ourselves as Stevenage supporters uh being in this great division but yeah it was um obviously getting promoted from from the league below. It was one of these things where we come into this division and uh, it was a sense of, you know, do we stick with that group that got us promoted and, and playing League One and and be a little bit competitive, but probably not be doing the things we're doing now, probably in the bottom kind of, nine uh, of the division or you know do we want to come up and you know upgrade the team bring in some league one players that should be competitive and but steve evans is a winner he, he's done really well at this level before and you know it's no different now so coming into this division steve upgraded the team he brought in league one level players like your nathan thompson's louis thompson's dan butlers etc and and has put this brilliant team together and and we're doing these great things things that we probably never thought we'd be doing up in city sixth in League One. So, yeah, it's it's been a terrific start. We've got a very unique style that's unique at the, at the level. And Steve's brought in the right players at the level to carry out that style for us. And so far, it's been successful. We've had a couple of tough games recently against some good sides that are going to be up there competing for promotion. But for the large part, six wins, four draws and four defeats, you know, a, a terrific start for us and, um, yeah, one that we're really enjoying.
2: Yeah, it's been, from an outsider's point of view, it's been a superb start for Stevenage coming into And you're coming on off the back of a really tough run when I was researching this. Mm. Really tough games coming up against, like you said, sides who are probably going to be trying to finish in that top six. And looking at the stats, Bristol Rovers only lost one at home, if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. Top of League One in terms of clean sheets with seven. It's been a superb start. And you talk about those players that have come in and, and I think my next question goes on to who is, who is the one to watch Stevenage? Obviously, Jamie Reid is Stevenage's mm. top goal scorer so far. An amazing amount of goals so far for such an early part of the season. But also, I've got them written down, as you mentioned, Dan Butler is one of the most informed players in that Stevenage side. But who is the player that, that if Derby mm. fans are looking into this fixture now, who should they be
3: looking out for? yeah well it's interesting because you know I've, I've said about all the new players we've signed but I think if I'm picking out players that are, that the Derby fans will need to keep an eye on it's actually some of the original players that, that come up with us to this division so yeah look um, Jamie Reid BGR big goal really as he's known at our club because the, yeah, the amount of times that guy scores a big goal in a big game is just it's just ridiculous yeah top goal scorer, one of the top goal scorers in the division certainly need to keep your eye on really especially with the game being at our place as well he's scored a lot of goals at, at the Lannock since he's been here really Uh, but I think another player that you're going to have to keep an eye on is Jordan Roberts Um, you know Jordan's a player that we got prior to last year and I think we saw last year that, you know, he was a League One Championship player and we all believe that if we got promoted he could come up to this division and do great and and he has done. You know, the quality on the ball, the way he holds the ball, he, he can, you know, get the ball in a certain part of the pitch and get you to another part of the pitch in quick succession, which is key in this division. You need those players like that. And um, You know, if, if anything, I think a few of us have said recently that Guy could probably go up and play Championship. He, he, you know, he's a a top quality player and and he's certainly a player that you're going to need to keep an eye on saturday and if i'm picking out one more the captain the big man cole pidge from set pieces god you want to keep an eye on him from from corners and free kicks and i think we've um we've done a thing on our podcast this season where we've done a a, a pitch count his nicknames pitch uh, A pitch count and that is how many times he he wins headers in the box at corners and we've counted that from 14 games it's something like 32 headers from corners he's won 31 of them so you're going to need to keep your arm from free kicks and corners my god that guy will will find his head on the end of the ball somehow but um, yeah look, we've got a very, um, a, a very good side a lot of good players but if I'm picking out some of the standouts Reedy, Jordan Roberts and, and Carl Piggiani from set pieces are, are the players you're going to want to keep an arm
2: Sound like players that Derby will have to look out for based on the form that are in at the moment. Uh, not mm-hmm. to be too doom and gloom, but but there we go. In, go, in terms of, obviously, we'll talk about the last match that I had of recording. Obviously, by the time people be listening to this, they'll know what the score is um, against Bristol Rovers away. But that 0-0 draw with Port Vale, I saw the penalty appeal. Obviously, I'm, I'm not sure how <laughs> that wasn't given, but then, then game, we, had an, we had an absolute <laughs> shocker given us against us on the weekend, but... Talk us through that 0-0 draw. What was the style of play like and, and how was it for from a Stevenage point of view?
3: Yeah, it was a really, really odd one Saturday. I think coming out the ground I was I was I was happy with the point, you know, we we'd lost 3-0 at Blackpool and I think it was just that Saturday was just really important for just getting a result on the board. You know, when we look at this sweep with Bristol Rovers um coming to tomorrow night, you know, we look at that as a winnable game. So uh, for me it was just about getting a result on the board. We did that, we got a clean sheet as well, which was which was vitally important for the bat line. But I think in terms of the way that we played in the first half, we we just played the wrong way, really. Our our start. Is very direct. We get the ball forward quickly, and then we play with some of the quality players in the final third, like the Jordan Roberts and the Jamie Rees, etc. And um, our big target man, Aaron Presley, was was put on the bench Saturday. And the way that we were playing to Jamie Reid and Jordan Roberts just didn't suit them. Uh, It needed the big man. It needed the target man. And what was happening, we were being direct and we were giving the ball back to Port Vale. And then Port Vale were able to play and go and do the things that they want to do. So in terms of the performance and the way we play, we we, we set up wrong. Um, If we'd have had Aaron Presley playing there, I think we would have won the game and been a lot more dominant. Um, But we got a grip on it. Second half, we worked a bit harder. We pressed a bit more. We started winning the ball back. We, you know, we do the ugly things really well. We do. And and we started to do that in the second half and had the chance to win the game with Jamie Reid. And the keeper pulled off a really good save. So, yeah, look, coming away from it, I think in terms of the performance, we weren't that happy um, because we know that we played the wrong style considering who was playing up top. Uh, but I think Steve, the manager, is such a clued-up guy. I'll know where he's gone wrong. And I think for these matches this week, he'll play the right players to suit the style. So yeah, look, a, a game that we that we should have probably won, but a point and a clean sheet keeps us sick, twenty-two points. I, I think overall, we're we're generally happy with it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, you talk about obviously coming off that, that loss to Blackpool and, and Blackpool seems to be in an up and down form, strangely, really good at home, quite poor away. So to come away and get a, get a point against Port Vale, it's something to build upon, isn't it? And then when doing mm. the research, they talk about the, the direct style of play. I think Stevenage ranked one of the teams who have the lowest amount of possession, but when does yeah. possession ever matter? When you win games, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter, does it? Um, I think it'll be interesting coming up against Stevenage on Saturday from a Derby County point of view in terms of, we like to go down the wings. Uh, I'm not enjoying us going down the wings at the minute because we're struggling um, to beat these League One defences that usually have big centre-backs that can head and clear the ball away. And, and we seem to be struggling, even though we, you'd think we have the quality to go down the wing and get a good ball in. But I think mm. it'll be interesting. Derby, usually away from home, we like to sit back and play on the counter um, and try and play try and play quickly when going forward and and sit behind the ball. But it'll be an interesting one. Derby at the moment, we're in in a strange, strange bit of form, obviously coming off the back of being seven games unbeaten. But when you watch those games, there's been a lot of results in there where maybe you think we should have done better. nil-nil draws, we've only won one at home in the league so far this season. Pretty much all our points come from away from home. So it's a bit of a strange one um, for Derby. I I really can't predict it. I'll have to wait to see how we do um, tomorrow. but yeah, talk, talking about the game now on Saturday, and and how you think that game is going to go. Like in terms of the style of play, do you think you're going to play direct once again? Do you think Presley is going to come back mm. into the side? How do you think it's going to go on Saturday?
3: Uh yeah, I think I think the one thing that we'll definitely do Saturdays is, is keep the direct style but but play the right players. Presley probably has to play, he suits the style, the big man up there. He, he you know, he gets our top players in and around him into play. I think I think this is a really important game for us because, you know, we've had a brilliant start and we knew that we'd have a good start because the fixture list was was quite generous to us we were playing a lot of the teams that are going to be down there and fortunate we we you know picked up some really good wins and really good performances which we're happy about shows that we're hopefully not going to be part of that pack which is really important but whenever we've played one of the top sides that are probably going to be competing for promotion with probably played the wrong way you know a lot of these good sides your Oxfords etc they like to get the ball down and play good football Blackpool included and I think we've just needed to match that we've got technically some really good players oddly for the style that we've got so I think we've needed to play that other style as well to compete um, so this is a really important game because I know that that yourselves aren't having a season at the minute that you'll be very happy with. But I think come the end of the season, you'll, you'll be up there somewhere in those playoffs or whether it's competing for promotion. So we know that you're going to be up there. So it's big for us because whenever we've played a side, um, other than Portsmouth, which was a really good point, we've, we've seen to struggle and, and haven't, even got a draw in the game. So I think this is really important for us to prove that we can play well and play to the style needed to get results. So I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, it's at home. So, of course, for us, you know, we'd like to think that we could that we could get a win in the game. I think a point against yourselves would be a good result as well. Um, I think the one thing that we're going to need to do on Saturday, and it's something that we do for the majority of our home matches, we didn't do it against Port Vale, but that's to start well suffocate you get you in your own half and get you to play the game that we want to play we've got a very good knack of doing that to teams this season um so i think we're going to need to do that against yourselves get a good start in the game get a goal ahead in the game and normally when we get a goal ahead in the game at home we normally go on to either win the game or get a draw so i think they're the things that we're going to have to do but yeah steve's going to have to put presley back in and and with the style that we've got i I think that will probably um allow us to do the things that we want to do in the game I think it'll be tough but um, but yeah I, th- I think for us those are the things that we're going to have to do against ourselves on Saturday
2: Yeah I think I think in terms of a Derby County point of view my, my worst nightmare is Steve Evans doing knee slides in front of the away end after <laughs> after a superb win but um, no I hope that doesn't
0: happen Picture the scene all of your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go Partner this with your team playing champagne football Perfect Order McDelivery delivery now on the McDonald's app
1: we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. But but
2: I think coming in from a Derby County point of view, I mean, I don't know if you know, but there's a lot of... The Derby fans are unhappy with the way we're playing. and uh, To put it lightly, would be the best way to describe that. Um, obviously, coming off the back of that 1-0 loss to Shrewsbury, a team who have, had only scored five goals in the league, I think, before we went and played and we, we didn't put in a great performance. And I think this season we're still waiting for that for that confident performance. Obviously, I know we've, we've come to back some great away wins at Blackpool and Peterborough, but they're probably the most notable games for us. I think against sides that um are predicted to be lower down obviously you lot are above us so not in that way but we we seem to drop a level and yeah, it's it's this it's disappointing but I think coming up against Stevenage on Saturday I think it'll be an interesting game I think a lot rides on what happens tomorrow night for both sides mm. I think a lot does ride on that I think Derby we need some confidence and we need some energy um to definitely improve the atmosphere um for sure Coming into it, I think we could see a few changes from Derby. But I would say that Derby, we probably will go maybe with the change of formation to three at the back with two wing backs. I know Paul Warren likes to play that and he's been forced to play almost the four at the back recently, which has worked. It's a strange one, Derby, because we're, we're so up and down. It depends what Derby mm-hmm. team turns up. Um, if we're up for it, we'll, we'll probably get a result. But if we're not, then it, it probably won't be very pretty to view from the away end, to be honest. Yeah. Um, mm. But we go, but we go into it like that, and then obviously we'll talk quickly now. I forgot to mention this stuff. But the summer that Stevenage have had, the transfer they brought in, you talk about upgrading the team and and what they're doing. You, you mentioned that some of the players from that that promotion season last season have been standouts so far. But but how has the summer been in terms of recruitment for Port uh, for Stevenage, not Port Vale? Yeah,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I see what you mean. No. Um, no, again, it was great for us. It, again, I go back to upgrading the team. It was something that we needed to do. I think um, I think you can use kind of Carlisle as an example at the minute. Although they're 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 holding their own and they're doing all right. They're down the bottom, fighting at the minute yeah. with quite a similar squad to what they had last year. And I think that's the model if you come up to this division you don't necessarily upgrade your team to the level you can be one of those sides where you're struggling to fight two for now to stay up um, look, I don't know if that would have been us if we would have come up with that group but I think you could have probably put your money on the fact that we would have been in that bottom nine so um, so yeah it was something that we had to do it's something that we have to do to be competitive and yeah, you know it's not just about this season it's the season's going ahead as well we want to build foundations to do well in this league you know so um, yeah the, the summer for us was really important it was really important that we got new contracts for the, the original players that, that are good enough to play league one that were with us last season so we were able to pen a lot of those players in and give two to three year contracts to, which is something quite rare at our club we've only ever been known to give out one year contracts because of our size and money but you know with, with the promotion money and money from the FA Cup last year we were able to probably pen some longer contract deals for those players so that was the first thing we had to do And then obviously the second thing we had to do was go and recruit those League One level players. And we did that. We got players like Nathan Thompson who was playing in the playoffs last year for Peterborough, Dan Butler as well, Libby Thompson that was playing for Portsmouth, Ben Thompson that was playing championship football for Millwall a couple of years ago. So, you know, these were players that we had to bring to the club. We'd done that. We brought Aaron Presti, who has played League One last year, who suits the style that we want to play. Um, So, yeah, the, the, the summer was really good for us. We needed to have a big overturn of players. I think when we look through the squad, we've we've got about a 24 to 25 man squad, which is normally a bit more than what um, Steve normally likes. Steve Evans normally likes your 20 to 22 man squads, but I think Steve looked at him and thought, "Well, there's going to be injuries this season, and you know we want to make sure that we've got depth there." It's something that we were probably guilty of last year. We had about a 22 man squad, we got loads of injuries, and we were struggling. We went for about seven to eight different goalkeepers, so. Um, which is a bit unrealistic anyway and unheard of. But um, so, yeah, I think looking at League One, he wanted a bigger squad, bigger depth, so that when we do get those injuries, we've got players there that can play. Steve loves a phrase called no stocking fillers. So he loves having a group of players that are all starting players. So we don't really have any reserves. It's, you know, the players that are on the bench should be playing. He, he wants an environment like that. And we've got that with our team this season in League One, which it, which is really important at this level. So, yeah, the summer was great for us, really positive. Um, and I think we saw that the summer was really good in the opening month of the season, where we won the opening three matches and were right in that top three. So, yeah, a really good summer for us, one that was needed to allow us to compete in League One. Um, and I think that'll be the reason why we, Go on to to do well in this division.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll move on to that now. Like on your ending point now. What is, what is your prediction for the end of the season? I know. I'd, I'll hold my hands and say I predicted Steve needs to be down there, but just to survive, I think yeah. they had they had enough at the start of the season. But obviously that was before the window ended, and now. What is your prediction for the end of the season obviously you've had this superb start you've got a good enough squad you've got a big enough squad too which i think is key we talked about injuries derby i think for the first six games we had a, a key injury every game yeah. which completely yeah. wiped us out but um what is your prediction then for the end of the season this season how do you think it's going to go
1: yeah
3: good question i mean look, all of us when we came into this league we we're all a bit like Get the 50 points and just stay up because the amount of times you'll see a promoted side, he's Forest Green, for example, they come up and then they go straight back down. You never really consolidate as a League One club. You get promoted, but you're not really a League One club. So I think for us, get the 50 points. We're nearly halfway there. If we boot Bristol Rovers tomorrow, we're, we're, we're exactly halfway to 50. So I think that's the goal. But um, I think knowing that we've got 22 points and there's 96 left to play, I mean, the team really, if they can just get half, The amount of that that puts him in touch of a playoff position so i think the team um is more than capable of contending for a playoff position it's just whether we keep people fit we're able to keep a home form good. I think the home form's vital for us having a, a really good season. We, we've got good home form, two wins, four draws, just one defeat. So I think that's really important. The away form's been decent as well, four wins from seven. Um, so I think they're the things that we're gonna have to do well. I think if I was predicting it, Ah, it's tough for me because I'm so positive about Stevenish, obviously, Adam, yeah. Anyone that knows me knows I'm the most positive. (laughs) If it was me, I'd go, win the league, do you know what I mean? But I can't be like that because people would be like, seriously, Matt. Um, But no, I think if I was being realistic, I I definitely think we can get a top 10 finish. I I mean, uh, before the season, I predicted a 10th and a lot of people said that was very optimistic, but I knew that we'd signed a lot of, league one players who have been competing for promotion recently so i thought 10th would be a a good position so i i certainly think top 10 i think it will be down to players staying fit and recruitment in january which will be the difference to us contending for a playoff position but i'll go for us uh, with the points that we've already got and 96 left to play for i think the team can definitely get a top 10 finish in league one which is oh, it's just incredible yeah, that, that. <laughs> That would be like winning the league for us. Do you know what I mean? To so finish in yeah. the top 10 in this league. So, but yeah, top 10 finish, I, I think we'll get, yeah. I don't I don't think you're being unrealistic, to be honest, after the start you've had.
2: And if, like you say, if, I think it's so key in League One to keep your players fit. Mm. I think that is massive. I think Derby recently, we've had so many injuries where we've had to then put square pegs in round holes for saying in in terms of fitting players into positions and it it has hindered us a little bit. I think the the right back position we've struggled with until we've then brought in uh, Niambé to come in. But we'll now go back to Saturday's match. Do you have a score prediction? Be as biased as you like, be as positive as you like, (laughs) as negative as you like. What score prediction are you going with on Saturdays?
3: Do you know what? I, I've got this funny feeling that it's going to be a real wacky type of game where there's goals and and it's a real end-to-end type of game. I don't know what it is. Normally, when I do these predictions, I'm a I'm a boring 2-0, 1-0 type of person to predict. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I've just got this funny feeling that there's going to be goals on Saturday. I think both teams, I think with us, again, it's dependent on tomorrow night's games, but I think in our point of view, we, we'll want to know that, that really, we've got to prove that we can get results against these big sides, um and I think the team will really want to try and go out there and get three points Saturday. And yourselves, similar thing, in you know that you need a win to get yourself back in that contention of those playoff places and higher. So I think it's going to be a crazy type of game. So I'm going to go, uh and do you know, what? I'm going to go three to win to us. I think there could be a real end to end element, knowing that you said that that you like to counter as well i think there's going to be a real end to end element to it maybe uh, it goes 212232 two, 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 but i'm going to going to say that we'll find ourselves on the on the right end of a 3-2. but i'm i'm expecting a big game and again just to play dalby in a, in a league fixture is um is quite incredible i remember actually a couple of years ago it might have been 2019 um remember uh, you're in the championship at the time and you play qpr at home i think it might be 1-1 or something like that and we yeah, had a game to
2: that game. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. So we yeah. had a game against, I think it was Oldham or something like that. That was cancelled. It was postponed. We had no games to go to. Uh, and I've got a couple of mates who are Stevenage fans, but the QPR fans, and they were going to the game. And uh, I remember that morning, really cold morning, and me and a mate went. Oh, should we go? Should we go to him? We we're like, yeah, go on. So we went up. And uh, we just sat sat in the QPR end. I think Eze scored a penalty or something like Mm -hmm. that from memory. And I remember sitting there and I remember looking around the ground thinking, God, I'd love to come watch Stevenage play one day, like in the FA Cup or something. I swear to God, if someone would have tapped me on the shoulder and went, You'll be back here in League One in four years. I'd have been like, there's no way. Uh, so, no, to be playing yourselves in a league game, oh, it's just terrific. And it's it's great to see you sold out the away end and stuff. And it's going to be a, a a big day and a big atmosphere. We, we can't wait. So, no, it's just a pleasure to be in this division playing huge clubs like yourself. So. But, yeah, to go back to your answer, free free 2 I'm going to say free 2 yeah.
2: i think i think that's a fair answer and you know a great i think that's a great point to end it there you know a really nice positive Mm. note to end it on so (laughs) if you have enjoyed listening to this please leave us a review. Obviously, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to, also this podcast will go live visually on YouTube at Wednesday night. You'll be listening to this past 6pm, but it does go live every week at 6pm. The previews ahead of the Saturday match. Obviously, we've got the podcast every Sunday uh, dissecting the league games that we've played, but If you have enjoyed it, please give us a a follow on our social medias. They're all in the description. Obviously, go and follow the Stevenage FC podcast for all all your Stevenage FC content. But that has been me, Adam, and Matt from the Stevenage FC podcast. And thank you for listening.
1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year.